Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Blessings to each and every one of you this great day, and it really is a great day. I tell you, I woke up early as I always do and enjoyed the morning. I woke up feeling really refreshed. A lot of times, I always go up and pray to start my morning, but a lot of times I'll go up there really early and I'll pray and then I'll get tired and I'll sleep a little bit more. This morning, I woke up so full of energy that I prayed and then I went downstairs and decided to go for a walk real early in the morning. In fact, it was somewhere around 6 that I went for my walk, and it was so wonderful. I'm telling you what, it was such an honor to be able to just go out, and I talked and walked and prayed, and I just loved it. But while I was out there, I decided I would listen to my Bible on tape, and so I turned my phone on to the Gideon app that I have, and I listened to the 14th, 15th, and 16th chapters of Romans. But Romans 14 just really stuck in my mind, and I want to share that with you today. And by the way, when I say I walk today, I walk the day that I produce this show. That would not be the day you're listening to it because I'm always ahead of the the day. So if you think that I'm actually doing this live, I'm sorry I'm not because I would never be able to do my shows if I had to do them live. So usually I'm a week or two ahead and sometimes three weeks ahead. So if you think – that you call me and you say, I liked your show today and it was really meaningful. What did you mean by, and I have to ask you, well, what was the show about? Because uh, I'm a little bit ahead on that because I have to be. But so anyway, but the, this day, the day I walked today, it was what I'm referring to. And, and uh, I just, I was touched by the 14th chapter of Romans, which I'm going to share with you in a minute. But see, God has called all of us to accept one another. Okay, we don't always agree with everyone, and sometimes we really differ in our ideas, but we are still to accept one another. Our Heavenly Father, I hope and pray that you open up the hearts and minds of every listener today, that, Lord, they would not see me, they would not hear me, Lord, they would hear from you, that you would touch their lives through the power of the Word of God. God, we want our lives to be different because we believe in you. You are our Lord. You are our God, and we put our faith and our trust in you. Open our hearts and our minds this day as we share in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, Romans chapter 14, verse 1 through 8, I am going to read to you. Then I'm going to tell you a story, and then we're just going to talk about this. Accept the one whose faith is weak without quarreling over disputable matters. One person's faith allows them to eat anything, but another whose faith is weak eats only vegetables. The one who eats everything must not treat with contempt the one who does not. And the one who does not eat everything must not judge the one who does, for God has accepted them. Who are you to judge someone else's servant? To their own master, servants stand or fall, and they will stand, for the Lord is able to make them stand. One person considers one day more sacred than another. Another considers every day alike. Each of them should be fully convinced in their own mind. Whoever regards one day as special does so to the Lord. Whoever eats meat does so to the Lord, for they give thanks to God. And whoever abstains does so to the Lord and gives thanks to God. For none of us lives for ourselves alone, and none of us dies for ourselves alone. If we live, we live for the Lord. And if we die, we die for the Lord. So whether we live or die, we belong to to the Lord. Well, that's a scripture I want to read to you today. I in, like, in, in fact, the entire 
uh, book of uh, Romans, but the 14th chapter in its entirety is powerful. It really touched my life this morning. But I want to share a true story with you about a situation that happened in a large church. One Sunday morning, the service was starting, and the church organist was not there, and no one knew where she was, so the pastor knew of several others in the church that were pretty good on the organ. So he asked one of them to fill in for the day, and she gladly did. She played the first song. Well, about 10 minutes into the service, the organist shows up. Well, the pastor thought, I'll just let her finish the service since she is up here already, the lady that he had to fill in. She can just finish. I don't want to interrupt and bring the other person up. And he thought, it's no big deal. Wrong. Over the next several weeks, controversy erupted. Factions arose. One faction was the regular organist party, quote, the regular organist party. They said when the regular organist came in, the minister should have given the service back to her. The other faction was a substitute organist party. The two parties got so mad at each other and broke out in a shouting match at the church. The minister got so disgusted that he not only left the church, he left the ministry. This small issue caused half the church to leave. These people should have consulted the Apostle Paul. I suspect Paul would have told them to get over it and get a life. In Romans 14, those that Paul calls weak in faith were all wrapped up in the rules and regulations. They were Christian Pharisees. They said if you were real Christians, you would keep all the rules that the Pharisees received from the law of Moses. Now, Paul does not say that these people are not Christians. He says they are not mature Christians. The mature Christians, the strong believers, realize that in Christ we have freedom from the Old Testament law. They realize that we are not saved by keeping the law. So those uh, were the two factions of the Church of Rome, and they despised each other. The strong Christians enjoyed their liberty and despised the weak whom they called the Judaizers. The weak Christians kept their diets and their days and despised the strong Christians who called them libertines. Those were both wrong. For whenever we dispute and despise, we are wrong. If you listen to the scripture carefully this morning, you understand why. You understand that leaving the judging to God is important. People, we are so quick to judge people if they do something different from what we may think is right or wrong. Just like eating meat or being a vegetarian or worshiping on Saturday or on Sunday. God knows the heart of man and also knows the intention of of man. I have seen in my lifetime many a argument over things that people stand for. You know the 10 laws that a church lays out, you can't do this, you can't do that. Now folks, I remember growing up in our church that I could not go to movies, that was sin. I could not play with playing cards, that was sin. There was a whole bunch of things that they laid out that we could not do. I couldn't go to a dance. I never went to a school dance. I had, uh, I had a girlfriend in high school and just a great gal, a great Christian gal. She always wanted me to go to dance with her. I, I wasn't allowed to go to dances, so I did not go to a dance. Well, I think that's exactly what the Apostle Paul was talking about. You know, we get so caught up with what we believe to be right that we put that expectation on everybody else, and we judge their Christianity by it. Folks, how wrong is that? God knows the heart of every man. 
he who believes in the Lord Jesus Christ will be saved. And the Bible says in John, First John, he who practices doing what is right is righteous and is holy. Practice doing what you know to be right. And it might be different from what somebody else knows, but don't be judging them. You know, they're, they're going to stand before God. The Bible says later on, I believe in the 14th chapter, we're all going to stand before God. We're going to give an account. But we get so busy trying to get people to have our uh, ideas that no earthly good comes from it. He desires for us to live in the spirit of unity. You know, I'm, I'm very fortunate to be uh, in my 31st year of pastoring the church that I pastor. I am thrilled that God brought us here. Believe me, everyone doesn't agree with everything in the church that I pastor. But for the greater cause of serving God effectively, we set aside our differences and we worship God. Our church is made up of many denominational backgrounds. Our church is ultimately a community church. You know, my raising was in the Church of God, which headquarters Anderson, Indiana, and I say that because there's a number of Church of Gods and uh, that's, that kind of references who we are. But we have less than 4% of Church of God in our congregation. We have everything you can imagine. Every background of church, many, many non-churched. In fact, our church was built on people that weren't going to church uh, years ago. But when you look at their background, you find out they were, they were all sorts of backgrounds, which I love because that's the way it is in heaven because the church is the body of Christ, those who believe in Jesus. But I know people, they hop, and I mention this from time to time, from church to church. I see it. I have people in my church and that have done the same thing, and people have come to our church. They're trying to find the perfect church. And I've got news for you. I've said this many times. There is no perfect church. And let's emphasize no perfect church. But there is plenty of great churches where God is in their midst and the unity is present. And you know what? That's our church. I believe our church is a great church that God has blessed bountifully because people get it. People really understand. Oh, there's some, and there's some that will would take offense to things, and there's, they're, they're always going to be. Wherever there's people, you're going to run into that. There is not the perfect church. Romans 15, 5 and 6 says this, With one heart we may glorify God. We are united in worship worship and honoring God, if we as people would always remember that it, it isn't about us, but it is about Jesus Christ, the Son of God, then we will stay in the spirit of unity and we will see Jesus praised. We want to see Jesus praised. We want to see the power of God uh, spread. And I can tell you this, it is my heart. If anybody knows me, the radio station and the people uh, that I come in contact with now at the State House, they know my heart isn't about Cloverdale Church of God where I pastor. My heart is about people knowing Jesus Christ and the fullness thereof. We need people to know Jesus. We need people to know the heart of God. We need to bind together. You know, there's that old chorus, bind me together, Lord, bind me together with love that cannot be broken. We need to be a spirit of unity. Our city, our state, our nation, that we come together because we are certainly one nation under God. We do not want to be divided by doctrines, divided by ideas and taken back and arguing over silly things that cause dissension, that cause people to turn their backs on the things of God. You know, we need to understand 
that we're all different. And God certainly knows your heart, and he knows my heart. And I'm certainly not perfect in any sense of the imagination. No pastor is. If you think your pastor is perfect, then folks, you got you got news. I got news for you because nobody is. Uh, we need to pray, and I'm going to move on with this message tomorrow. I hope you'll join me again. I'm really enjoying preaching God's truth. Our Heavenly Father, bless these listeners today. Open our hearts. May we never judge one another, but love one another, encourage one another, be there for one another, and spread the good news of Jesus to this incredibly lost world. We love you, Lord. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.